You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. Okay, let's transition to the defensive side of the ball, Paul. Uh, and look, if you had to say, and we, we've talked about this, what are the Giants' biggest needs in the offseason? One, viable weapon for Daniel Jones. Okay, Darren Waller's there. We still need receiving help. We'll look towards the draft now for that. Two, can the team get a linebacker that can stop the run and stay on the field for three downs? They do that, and I thought the handle on the first day of free agency, or the first day of the tampering period, but it's really the first day of free agency, was so damn perfectly played by by Joe Shane as they add former Colts inside linebacker, and let's all get this right because I know my father is going to missay this for 17 games next year, Bobby Okarake, Okarake, like Karake, okay? Uh, My dad's going to stumble. I know my dad. You know, he's going to stumble and bumble over that name forever, but they add him. What do you got, Paul? What do you got? I can help him. I can help him. What do you got? The Colts simply call him Bobby O. Bobby O. Bobby O works for us. Bobby (laughs) Okarake. Now, for those wondering, Bobby Okarake went five picks ahead of O'Shane Zimenez and one pick ahead of, uh, geez, was it Dalton Schultz? No, it was uh, Dawson Knox, the Bills tight end. So he was in that Mm -hmm. range in that draft, the famous Daniel Jones, Dexter Lawrence draft in the third round. You know, he played next to Shaq Leonard, and then when Shaq Leonard got hurt this year, uh, you know, he slid over to that Mike linebacker role, and you could just look at the film. Geez, you don't even have to look back at the rest of the games he played. He was awesome at tackle machine. Look at the Giant game versus the Colts. Every time you saw the Colts actually make a play on defense, guess who it was? It was Bobby Career O'Connor. high, 17 tackles in that game. He was like the one guy hustling all over. He had that that hit that could have been dirty on Daniel Jones. Actually, two of them as Daniel Jones was slotting and he went out of bounds, but now you look back and you realize the guy's hustling and caring. Um, Paul we talked about the Giants' lack of tight end. I hate to get nostalgia here, but we just played that card at the tight end room. This feels very reminiscent. I'm going to throw a couple names at you. Mike Barrow, Antonio Pierce, Michael Boley. When the Giants, because the Giants, we know they haven't done well drafting linebackers. When they've been on the cusp of having a really good roster and doing big things, I just brought you three names of guys who were on teams that went to Super Bowls. They add really strong run-stopping linebackers, but more than run-stopping linebackers, depending on the era that those guys played in, they did a lot of different things. This reeks of that exact kind of move. 26 years old, again, sideline to sideline speed, a guy who could play three downs. You talk about that run, you know, the runs on the second level when Tay Crowder's getting run over. Uh, Okarake is the kind of guy that, you know, He's, he's regarded as one of the better up-and-coming inside linebackers in the NFL. This is like the prototypical need for this giant defense and Wink Martindale. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I like what you said about Michael Barrow because he was a bit of an undersized inside linebacker, but he was so smart. He hit, he had range, uh, was certainly a guy who, in combination with Jesse Armstead, helped the Giants get the Super Bowl 35. Bowley, of course, was an outside guy. Now, now Bobby O has played weak side and he's right. played middle linebacker. The Colts liked his versatility so much because, remember, he came out of Stanford. Such a smart, instinctive player that the folks out there thought he could also play strong side linebacker if necessary, but they never needed him over there. Right. But they loved his versatility. And what does Wake Martindale love? Versatility. Should not be surprising why he went after a guy like this. Now, I never thought the Giants could go for him because I thought he was going to be a little too pricey. Quite frankly, you know, you, you talk about the true main enemies of the world. I, I thought that O'Clear K with yeah. the Colts, they'd either bring him back or he would get too much money and the Giants would not be in the market to get him. But this also shows you how important it was to get Daniel Jones's deal done because that allowed them the flexibility in the cap room to go after a Bobby O, to go after a Darren Waller in a trade. This is why Joe Shane had to get that first domino to fall. Now let's talk about Bobby O for a minute. Okay. All right. 150 tackles last year. That's a lot of production. The guy's got range. You mentioned he's a three-down backer, although at times last year the Colts did take him off in big passing situations. But what he does the best, he has 34-plus-inch arms, which is incredibly long for a linebacker, all right? He does a really good job. If you watch the tape, he does a great job of slithering through traffic to find seams and gaps, and then like a magnet gets to the football. Too many guys get caught in the traffic and get blocked out by that on that second level by tight ends and by offensive linemen. That's not what Bobby O does. He finds ways to weave through to get an open lane to the ball carrier. That's what makes him so effective. All right? Now, on top of that, we talk about his durability. All right? He had five games this year with 10-plus tackles. He was reliable. He played through a broken thumb in 2020. A game against Jacksonville comes to mind. When you talk about smart, tough, and dependable, he's in a game last year against Jacksonville, and he breaks his pinky. Now, Sean, I know you haven't eaten yet because it's not yet 6 o'clock as we take this, and I'm glad you haven't <laughs> because he broke his pinky and the bone popped through the skin. Ah. Ah. They brought him to the ah. sideline. They looked oh, at him. tonight. Oh. I know. They brought him to the sideline and said, this is bad. They called up to the press box and said he's questionable to return with a finger injury. They brought him into the locker room. The Colts people have told me they popped the bone back into the skin. They oh. then sewed the skin together over the broken bone. Then they wrapped it up. And he went out and finished the game and didn't miss any time. 
Unbelievable. Yeah, now, I mean, I, w- I would be out of this podcast for a month and a half if my bone went through my skin. There's no doubt about it. So, let you know, you want to talk about a character guy, a guy who's tough as nails, a guy who's going to give everything he's got for his team? I think this guy fits Joe Shane's requirements very nicely. Yeah, and let's see what the Giants do on the back end, but you know, Wink Martindale, too, is the other part of this. We mentioned coaching when it comes to Waller and obviously the Kafka-Dable system, but Wink Martindale has the dogs up front, right? And we're going to get to, obviously, a defensive tackle signing for depth in a second, but when you consider Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, the two edges if they stay healthy, Aziz and Kayvon Thibodeau, uh, you know, Dorian McKinney still at least on that back end. They needed a guy at that second level, and they have one. I am drooling at the possibilities and the potential of this defense. I know it's not complete. I know we need to see what they do and, you know, who the other cornerback is going to be. But all the foundation pieces are starting to be there for this team when you look at them week in and week out to have a real shutdown-type defense. I'm not talking about the greatest defense of all time or the best defense in football, Paul, but they are starting. When you have studs at every level, that is how you make yourself a top-10 defense in the NFL. That is absolutely 100% correct. Every coordinator will tell you if we can get one guy at each of the three levels who we know we can count on to make big plays, we'll finish out the rest of it from there. But give me one, one, and one. Well, I think you could say the Giants are doing a pretty good job at making that happen.